what's going on guys welcome back to no reserves radio i am still sick how's it going alex yeah how's it going guys how's it going angelo another season another week of football almost done yeah yeah we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs a lot of there was like no offense this week it feels like yeah what do you have though is it just like a regular cold i think i have covid I don't know. Uh, okay. My uh, girlfriend had it. She got tested. She's positive. I'm not testing. All I know is Thursday when I recorded the basketball episode, my voice started to sound funky. And then Friday and Saturday, I was just out. Like, you couldn't get to me. I, I must have slept at least, like, 16 of the 24 hours Friday. Like, it was bad. Yeah. I still sound I, bad, so you know. I, I think it was just the football gods telling me it's not your week, buddy. So, yeah, uh, I had that as well, I believe, a few weeks ago. Uh, hopefully, get better. Oh, I'll be fine. I feel yeah. a lot better now than I did Thursday for sure. Friday, especially now that you get to watch your maybe playoff bound Cincinnati Bengals. If, if Jake Browning keeps playing like this, yeah, we're, we're a playoff team. Even uh, ignoring yeah. Jake Browning, I think we have a better roster than, like, any of the playoff teams, so. And your schedule is not, like, super hard. It's I don't know. We're, next... we're going to get sacrificed to Kansas City Week 16, so. Yeah, you play the Vikings Week 15. It's in Cincinnati. Then you go at Pittsburgh. Week 16, then week 17, you go at KC. Yeah. And finally, uh, who do you get? Last game of the, the season, you get the Browns. It's at Cincinnati. So two and two should be feasible. Two and two gets you what? There's a gets good you. chance that, that, that game against the Brown is going to be for like a playoff spot. Mm, could be. Unfortunately, Browns. Unfortunately, dash. Fortunately, um, the Browns are usually Joe Burrow's kryptonite. Good news, Joe Burrow isn't under center, so you know who knows. <laughs> maybe so, no one is Jake Browning's kryptonite. Yeah, maybe no one is Jake Browning's. Who knows? I don't know. And then, then you keep him next year, and whenever you play the the Browns, you just play Jake Browning instead of Burrow. Stop it. Stop. There you go. <laughs> this, you're getting ridiculous now. I did not expect 60 points in two weeks, though. I will say that. So He's playing well. Indeed. Okay. So, now that that's out of the way, let's look at some other games that we can talk about. And I want to start with KC and the Bills. Give me a breakdown. I saw. I just saw Patrick Mahomes freak out. That's, that's oh, you didn't. See, you didn't see the play. I didn't see the play. No. Why he freaked out? Okay, so it was a pretty sick play. Like uh, pass to to Travis Kelsey for a big gain. Travis is about to be tackled, and he laterals it like through QB pass just behind him uh, to Kadarius Tony, who grabs it and just scores the touchdown. But it gets called back due to an offside on offense. 
So those are pretty rare. And it was Kadarius Tony was uh, was lining up uh, offsides. Like there's a picture right now which clearly shows that he he was offside. Like dude is damn near in line with the defensive lineman or the the linebacker, which was Von Miller. He's uh-huh. like directly on line with the guy. And then when that gets called back, uh, there's like the Chiefs aren't happy, and then they turn it over on fourth down. Um, and yeah, Mahomes gets super pissed off at the refs, like saying that it basically they get talked about every single week and that shouldn't happen and all of that thing and <laughs> claiming that Tony wasn't offside and that they should have gotten like a a warning because they they the, the officials usually are warn the player when he's offside the wide receiver but that usually is the wide receiver asking for the okay that happened a few weeks ago with Diggs uh, asked for, asking for the okay from the official to know that he was lining up properly. Yeah, it's a weird sequence of events. Josh Allen, when that when that went for a touchdown, looked about done. Like, he was in disbelief. Like, not again. But, yeah, that gets called back and the Bills win. Bills are now 7-6. and six. And with Indianapolis losing, with the Texans losing... With Pittsburgh losing, it opens up. Now the seven and six seed are all tied. Like there's what there's one, two, three, four, uh, five, six, six teams tied at six and, and seven and six. Are you serious? Yeah. If there's the, Buffalo. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. If the season ended today, who would all be in the playoffs? Uh, it would be the Colts and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Plus Cleveland, who's at fifth seed. And then uh, first seed is Miami. Second seed is Baltimore. Third seed is KC. Fourth seed is Jacksonville. Hmm. But yeah, uh, there's seven and six teams. There's Buffalo. There's Pittsburgh. There's Cincinnati. There's Denver. There's Indianapolis. And there's Houston. Oh, the Chargers are just out. Let's just, just can we acknowledge that? Oh yeah, the the Chargers are out. It's it's over. Yeah, it's it's over for them. Just it's Justin Herbert, if I'm not mistaken, has a he has an injury on one of his fingers. I believe he's it's, not going to play Thursday. If I'm yes. not, if I'm not mistaken, yes, that piece of news came out a bit ago. Uh, yeah, he has a fractured index finger. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's on his throwing hand. I assume so. Um, but yeah, like, I wouldn't be shocked if his season is over. Just, there's no point. They're 5-8. and eight. I don't think 8 wins makes it in. So yeah, um, I think his season should be over. Unless just Staley just wants to try and scapegoat this. Just say that it's, it's Herbert's fault. Which kind of... Is on brand for Staley. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I wouldn't expect him to see him out there. And this means that Thursday night football, we have Aiden O'Connell versus Easton Stick. Gotta love the NFL, baby. Which game did you see the most? 
Oh, it was oh. Cleveland, wasn't it? Browns, Jaguars, yeah. Yeah. What did you think of it? Uh, how did Trevor Lawrence look? I, I thought he looked hurt. pretty rough. Yeah. He looked hurt. Like, he looked bad. <laughs> yeah. That there was, was my definitely impression some well. miscommunications between him and his wide receivers. On one of the on the pick, I said that Jaguars DB was wide open. Apparently, yeah. I believe it was Calvin Ridley was to supposed to cut it up and be make it more of a skinny post, and he just like cut it in. And I don't know. There, there was there was a few bad throws. The Browns defense is nothing to shake at. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I picked Miles Garrett to be the DP, defensive player of the year. I think that's probably going to happen. So yeah, I I do think that the odds on favorite right now is Michael, Michael Parsons. Michael Parsons, okay. Yeah. I uh, but yeah, like Miles Miles is second, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So pretty close. But yeah, I saw one of the picks. Uh, I saw all of them, but the one that uh, that stood out to me was one on the sidelines, which he threw it to one of his wide receivers. Who I can't remember who it was, but he threw it. <laughs> he just put way too much zip on it so it ended up being that the Browns DB was was looking like the guy we was target uh, who we was targeting uh down the sideline and guy just made a pretty soft but pretty good play so pretty good deep shot just unfortunately to the DB yeah <laughs> the Flacco one I think the Flacco one where oh, there was the like three, was... the three Jaguars in that vicinity because I'm pretty sure what was happening was it was supposed to be an in route for Tillman, if I'm not mistaken, and they just bumped Tillman, and he just threw it right to one of those DBs. I was just like, yeah, <laughs> that that was great, yeah. honestly. That one was on brand, I guess. It was. Uh, it, was it was a tough game to watch, honestly. The fumble, the Amari Cooper fumble. Oh man, that that was rough. Which is sort of weird to say about a 58-point game. Yeah. <laughs> In which both QBs, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, they each threw for three touchdowns. Each had over 250 yards passing. Joe Flacco, like, I don't know. Joe Flacco looked rough and he looked good at, I don't know, it's kind of weird to describe. Joe Flacco probably looked like someone who hasn't played a whole lot of football, but who is a veteran were, at the game. And then, yeah, there was a few throws where he got bailed out by by Jerome Ford and one where he got bailed out by the Browns targets. Yeah, that was was a pretty like solid game in terms of scoring. At least kept you entertained. Uh, unlike the the masterpiece that was the Minnesota Vikings and the Las Vegas Raiders, huh? I, what happened? I didn't. I didn't <laughs> want to turn to it. It's just bad play all around, man. Like Joshua Dobbs got benched. That's when the the Vikings offense got moving. I believe he played the full three quarters, if I'm not mistaken. And then Mullins came in for the um, for the last quarter. And if I'm not mistaken, yeah, Dobbs in. Three quarters of football at sixty-three yards, passing. What happened to Justin Jefferson? I didn't think he didn't make it past like the first, did he? Uh no, he took a big shot on his back. Mm -hmm. Like it was a pretty, pretty suicidal ball 
that was thrown there by Joshua Dobbs. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, Jefferson went up to, to make the catch, and behind him was one of the Raiders DB number seven, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure if it's Hobbs or if it's someone else. Uh, but laid a pretty big hit on, on him, on his back. And as soon as he went down, he immediately reached for it. Like, looked like a guy who hadn't taken a hit like that for, like, half a season. So, yeah. yeah. Then he went to the sideline. I thought he would be fine. It was just, like, more of a precaution thing. But apparently not. And they called it a chest injury in the end. And he went to the local hospital. But, yeah, I haven't heard anything else from him. I know he was with the team uh, at the end of the game, so he got cleared from the hospital uh, right around the end of the game, probably. He I'm not sure. Season two. Yeah, I, I mean they're still in the hunt. It's like they won in the end. They are a playoff team. They are the sixth six seed. So, but yeah, a three zero game. <laughs> Uh, a trio game wasn't in my books. If it had ended 0-0, last time a game ended 0-0 was in the 1940s. It's, it was a bad game. It was a bad game. Uh, the Raiders' offense didn't do much either. I mean, O'Connell had a slightly better day with 170 yards passing, but still. It's just, it was a pretty weird game, I gotta say. At one point, I was just sort of expecting that the game would end 0-0, just for the novelty of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the three points messed it up. Ah, uh, yeah, I found it here. Um, so, a few interesting stats about the game. It was the NFL's second 3-0 final score in the last 30 seasons. Pittsburgh <laughs> was the other one. Yeah, Pittsburgh-Miami in 2007. Yeah. And it was the third 3-0 final score in the last 40 years. The seventh in the Super Bowl era. And the eighth since 1950. This is by Ian Rappaport on Twitter. So, a pretty historic game for a game that ended 3-0. Looked like I was watching soccer there for a bit. Gotta say. In America, we call that a baseball game, but... <laughs> yeah, I can see it, soccer. Uh, another game that was pretty interesting to me. So, Zach Wilson. Played okay? Too good, dare I say? Yeah, I mean, he had a good game. 300 yards passing, two touchdowns. Got sacked four times, QB rating of 117.8.9. And CJ Stroud, 91 yards. Got injured in the game, pretty bad concussion. I would be surprised if he plays this week. Uh, not a, the best of surfaces to take that hit because it was pretty damp. In the field, so it looked like his head really took a big bounce. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like the Jets just shut him down. 91 yards passing, four yards per attempt. Yeah, that's pretty rough, actually. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Then Mills so, comes in, comes in, and has like four yards passing on five attempts. Then they just sort of give up. I mean, they they lost by like twenty four. So yeah, that's the worst the Texans have looked. Probably no, not yeah. probably. It is the the worst the Texans have looked in the last ten weeks or so. So yeah, for sure. You know, you never want your quarterback knocked out and. Let me uh, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. Like all of their, all of the Houston targets were knocked out of the game before the game even started. He was just throwing to Noah Brown and Nico Collins. And honestly, Nico Collins was hurt within the first like quarter. So yeah, it was, it was just hurt. Noah Brown out there. I mean, do you think this puts any sort of damp on Strouds? Defensive rookie of the uh, offensive rookie of the year. No, no, no. Okay, I don't. I don't think so as well. I mean, right now, I think it would have to come out something like regarding his character, probably for him not to win. Who would beat him? B. It would only. It would be Bijan. That's about uh, it. Yeah, I guess Bijan. Hey, Shan, probably. Like no, if, I don't if he goes that. on another tear, yeah, he would have to go on another tear, yeah. But those are the only two, I guess. And as I said, I think there would need to come out something about it, like his character for it to be a thing. I, I think yeah. he's got it pretty locked up, even if he then granted it's a concussion, so I'm sure he'll play again, but even if he doesn't play. Another game, I think he's got it pretty locked up. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Patriots game. <laughs> Remember when we were all sitting here saying that 30 points were way too many and that yep. this game would have ended like, I don't know, without a touchdown or something? Yep. Well, the Patriots rallied back and the Patriots went 21-18 in Foxborough. 21 points is a lot of points for the Patriots, so... 21 points might be close to their record this year. If it's not their record. So then what's the prop? Bailey Zappi... Are, are you finally ready to give Bailey Zappi some flowers, man? Um... No. No? <laughs> no, like... He had a few good plays, but most of his stuff were still short. So it's kind of like he had a few good passes deep that got a touchdown. I remember one to Hunter Henry. I didn't watch the game live. Neither did I watch the game in 40 for this one. So what I saw were mostly clips of it and and just what I researched on the game. And it was mostly short stuff. There were a few deep passes. One, one of them worse to Hunter Henry. From what I saw from that game, uh, a lot of stuff, a lot of short stuff to Zeke. Zeke had like I believe over seventy, yeah, seventy-two yards receiving. Most of them were just the uh, short dump offs to Zeke, and Zeke made something happen. Uh, some okay passes to to Juju. I mean, it was sort of like 
an okay game, but it's nothing. Like, the dude still only had 200 yards passing, 240 yards passing. And, and I think they get absolutely destroyed the next few weeks. It just seemed like one of those games that Bill had to win. Like, it's versus the Steelers. It's versus Mike Tomlin. It's just that rivalry. And he, he just he just wanted to get that win. Team rallied. He won. I don't think this changes anything regarding the the Patriots or Bailey Zappi. I still think both the team and the QB are pretty terrible. And they were just they just happened to face Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> they just happened to face Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> no better way to say it. I mean, they still got to 21. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so did what? So did what? Half of the teams that... More than half of the teams that played on, on Sunday? I guess that's true. <laughs> so, what do you think the Patriots look like the rest of the season? Like, I don't think... I think even if the Patriots don't score another point the rest of the year and lose every game, that Bill Belichick won't be fired until the season is concluded oh i don't think so as well i just think it's he gets let go although i did see a report and you might be right because you have been beating the drum on this but i did see a report that some sources inside the league believe that he can he can net the patriots a first round pick i think that's i think that's asinine told you i told you i i'm telling you you don't Give something away for free when you can get something for it. I'm telling you. I, I agree with that. I just didn't think that they would get anything for him. And now apparently they Have might. you watched the Chargers? Yes, and I've watched their ownership being pretty... <laughs> pretty cheap when it comes to giving up, giving up any sort of capital or any sort of money to those personalities. So... I'm not even 100% sure Staley gets fired due to that cheap and that, that, that like cheap yeah. ways. I yeah. I would think so as well. Like he's got he's terrible. <laughs> like his defense was I mean just now versus the Broncos, just another display of great defense by Brandon Staley. But I've heard plenty of reports that that might not be the case. I'm just saying, I'm not discounting that from being a possibility. Okay. Hey. I'm just Pretty saying. I... Huh? Pretty terrible coaching. And somehow he might keep his job. Seems like what happened last year. <laughs> I don't think that's... I. I don't think it's possible. I just don't. He has to get fired. He has to. There's no way. Talking about people who might lose their job. Are you back in that Justin Fields will be the QB of the Bears for the future? No, but I will say... Over the last few weeks, Justin Fields has looked <laughs> really good. 
Ah, that was the first thing I was told when he, he got that win. Was that maybe Fields will be back in Chicago. You know what my answer was? I don't see how, but... Uh, my answer was, turn? that's a pretty nice way of ruining a franchise. I mean... Imagine having the, the first overall pick in a draft with a guy that has been touted as the best prospect for the, the last, I don't know, two, three, four years. I've been hearing his name, Caleb Williams, the last two, three years at least. And now that you have the chance to pick that at 101, reset the rookie deal, you have five years under team management, under team control. And you look at Justin Fields, who in his three years as a starting QB in the NFL hasn't been able to string three straight games of 200-plus yards passing. And you look at those two scenarios, and you think that Justin Fields is the answer. I mean, I'm sorry, but you should probably sell the team or something. There's absolutely no way. That he stays the Chicago Bear. Yeah, I don't think so either. It's like sure he makes a few good throws. He he sort of always had has made those throws because that's one of his strengths. Has is the, that he has a pretty solid arm, and it was a pretty nice throw to DJ Moore for the touchdown. Mm-hmm. But I mean, after that, like the drive after. He misses a two-yard, like, dump off to Colcomat. He overthrows him. It's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, you cannot win and be a competitive team with a guy like that at the at the at the at the wheel. It's like, sure, he'll get you a few passes and he will look good in those passes, but he's not consistent enough. And he still misses open reads. He still can't really go through coverage most of the time, through through his progressions most of the time. He still gets sacked like crazy. He still has a pretty big, I mean, just this game, three sacks again. Uh, He still fumbles quite a bit. I just don't see it. But people are starting to buy in again. So props to them, I guess. If you like, Justin Fields. Celebrate while you can. Celebrate while you can. I've now even be over soon. I now even started listening to some. If the Bears win out, watch out. Maybe they have a chance at the playoffs. And I'm just like, would they make the playoffs if they went out? Uh, depends on the rest. They don't depend on themselves, but they would have somewhat of a shot because they would beat the Packers for that to happen. Week 18, it's the Packers, and it's one of their direct rivals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Minnesota is shaky. It's like the bottom of the, the NFC is sort of iffy. It's Minnesota, it's Green Bay, uh, it is the Rams, the Seahawks. Then I guess you can put one of the the teams that 
don't doesn't win the, the NFC South. So Atlanta, New Orleans, Tampa Bay, one of those teams. So they would be in that mix. Yeah, it's a bit of <laughs> bit of a gross bundle of teams. But I mean they certainly would have some sort of a shot. I don't think that happens because they play the bronze this week. And I expect Justin Fields to be absolutely destroyed. But if they do win somehow this week, they face the Cardinals week 16, the Falcons week 17, and the Packers week 18. I mean, Packers have been playing better, but but those are some pretty winnable games. I I just think it's way too inconsistent for that. I would we'll give see. props to, to Eberflus because since he took over the play calling on the defense, the defense has looked pretty stout, especially the run defense. How much better? Like, do you got the numbers? I, I, I don't have the numbers. I, I just seen that in pretty much everywhere and I, I did check it but I don't have it here but they have improved quite a bit and you can see I mean just last week it was the Vikings I believe they allowed 10 points this week they like 13 to the to the Detroit Lions they are getting sacks now Montesuet I believe he has three and a half sacks in the five games that he, he plays with he has played with Chicago which was a big issue for them that they weren't getting the pressure on the QB, the opposing QB. So I don't buy it, though. I don't think they they make the playoffs. I don't think they win out. And I don't think Justin Fields is the future for any franchise. Do you think he gets a starting gig next year? I was actually thinking about man, my voice sucks. I was actually thinking about a few things. So like, there's a lot of really like mid quarterbacks that could get paid and could get opportunity, but I don't know if there's the teams like available to give those quarterbacks the opportunity. If that makes sense. So like, think think of all the quarterbacks that. Could or should, depending on who you are, get a shot. Um, Jake Browning, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. You would have said Dobbs, depending on the year, but I don't think, I think that's slowly going out the wayside. So how many teams, and then think about how many quarterbacks are in this draft. You know, whether it's Williams, whether it's May, and there's more that I'm sure I'm missing than I'm not saying. So how many teams really need a quarterback now? Yeah, that's an interesting uh, question. I mean, if we look at the teams. So the Miami has... <laughs> yeah, the Bears do. Uh, but I'm just looking at it in order. But Miami have their QB. Buffalo have their QB. The yeah. Jets, uh, I guess they have their QB. Uh, oh, Aaron Rodgers. I forgot yeah. about him. New England should be in position to draft to draft one of the top five guys. 
Uh, Baltimore has their QB. Cleveland should have their QB. I think Cleveland could use a QB, but with how much they paid them, they they can. They yeah. they have their QB. Cincinnati has their QB. Pittsburgh. I'm not sure if it is too soon to give up on Kenny Pickett. Yep. Uh, and if you say Pittsburgh needs a QB, you add Kenny Pickett to the list of quarterbacks that could get a shot on another team. Yeah. So, evens out. KC has their QB. Denver, I guess, has their QB. Uh, the Chargers have their QB. The Raiders probably don't have their QB, but will probably no. be in a, a chan- in a slot to draft one. Mm-hmm. Unless O'Connell balls out. And if O'Connell ball- balls no out... Way. No way. Yeah, but if he balls out, let's say he does, because I think realistically that's the only way that no, they are not. No, don't do this. No, don't I'm just that. saying. I'm just saying. They will be in a position to draft a QB. Mm-hmm. And if they are not, the only reason why they are not is because O'Connell played pretty well. So if they're not and O'Connell played well, do you think that's his job to keep? No, because I don't see I, another way as to how the Raiders no, won't no. have like a top seven, listen, eight pick. Listen, listen. Even if they don't, the Raiders will have a new head coach in the building who did not draft Aiden O'Connell. No, no, it's it, it's not happening. It's not happening. Are we positive it's not Pierce who's the future head coach of the team? We're not positive, but we'll see. Okay. Jacksonville has their QB. The Colts have their QB. Uh, Houston, they do. Houston have their QB. Tennessee maybe don't have their QB. Like, Will Levis outside of that first game has been pretty mediocre. He's been the best... (laughs) Listen, he's been the best Tennessee quarterback. It just depends on where Tennessee's picking, honestly. I mean, if he keeps playing like this, then they will pick pretty high. Yeah. If they do lose today, as I believe they will, aren't they like a top five pick? A top Maybe, seven yeah. pick? I'm pretty sure they are. But yeah. So if Levis isn't their QB, then they are probably in the race to take one. Then Dallas problem is their QB. Is, okay. The problem is Tennessee has one of them former Bill Belichick coaches. And what I'm starting to learn is that the former Bill Belichick coaches need the quarterback already there. They don't develop the quarterback. Hmm. Can I'm you not name sure, one? No. You're not sure. What do you mean you're not sure? Can you name one quarterback a Bill Belichick tree coach has developed? I'm not going to say that Frable developed Ryan Tannehill because that's not Exactly. But did they make the most out of the skill set that Ryan Tannehill had out of any of the head coaches that Ryan Tannehill had? I guess that's fair to say. I guess he got more out of Ryan Tannehill than Adam Gase. True. Because Tannehill looked about done after that Miami skin. Tannehill's skill set is closer to Brady. So, the New England schemes, generally, 
probably worked out better and it and it also helped that they had AJ Brown in that building too while he was going off. True? That is true, yeah. But they have Hopkins, and Hopkins has has at least played somewhat good. Yeah. So no. No. That's Okay. I, I get it's a narrative and you know anything could happen, but I I don't know. I just haven't seen people in that New England system develop because this is because it's kind of like a dink and dunk system. So sure. But I mean uh, if there's one coach out of that three that has at least made a name for himself, it's very it is very bold. Yeah, it is very bold. You're right. So Dallas has their QB, Philadelphia has their QB, Washington I would argue has their QB. I mean, I, yeah, that's fair. So New York, I guess it's the same situation as, not even the same situation as Las Vegas, but it's closer to like the New England, in which they probably will have a top five pick, top seven pick, to get one guy, and they still have Jones laying around, so I don't really think they trade for Justin Fields. Who? The Giants. Oh, the Giants? Oh, that They paid, they paid, I don't think they can get out of Daniel Jones, at least until after next season, I think it is. I do think they draft a QB. You think so? Yeah, I think Jones was pretty brutal, and apparently there were plenty of rumors that Jones was a front uh, was a ownership call, not exactly a front office or head coach call. Interesting. So they can't get out of Jones' deal after next year. So yep. wouldn't shock me if they use the injury as an excuse to get a young guy in, and then mm-hmm. just kick Jones out to the curb. Then San Francisco has their QB. The Rams probably have their QB. Arizona, if they don't have their QB and Kyler, which I guess they might have, then they draft a guy because they are three and ten. Then Seattle. Seattle is interesting. Seattle should not have their quarterback, but they seem like they do. But they are also not the type of team that would trade for Justin Fields. Because I don't believe that. Uh, I mean, this could definitely come bite, come back to bite me in the ass. And as a Seahawks fan, if we do get Justin Fields, I'm gonna have a problem. Um, but that's good. That's gonna be that would be funny. I'm not gonna. That lie. would be funny, and I guess you can sort of see it as well, like Pete working with those sort of like development project QBs were rejected somewhere else like Gino Smith and developing the likes of Russ could he be the guy who develops fields as well I pray that that doesn't happen but weirder things have happened because we we won't have we won't at least I think we won't be in the position to draft one of those top guys and I mean, I guess you sort of have to give. Even if they do trade for Fields, I don't think they they start him over Gino. 
And as I've said plenty of times, I think that Carol does like Drew Lock quite a bit and wants him to be a thing. So I'm going to say we are out on Justin Fields. Then it's Detroit. Ooh, after QB, I guess. Then it's Minnesota, which I'm not sure, to be honest. They currently don't have a QB on their roster next year, if I'm not mistaken. Because Cousins is a free agent. Oh, there's also Cousins in the market that we sort of just forget. But any competing team probably goes for Cousins. But yeah, then it's like, outside of Seattle, I guess it's just Minnesota. I guess you can make a case that Minnesota doesn't have their future QB. As I said, I think they don't have a starting QB. Uh, I don't think they have a QB on the roster next year. Uh, but Cousins is still available, and we are forgetting Cousins, as I mentioned. Green Bay has their future QB. And then it's the NFC South. Like any of the guys in the NFC South outside of Carolina, you can probably make a case. I've heard plenty of fields to Atlanta makes them immediately better. Do you think that's the case? I think anything makes Atlanta better. (laughs) Even fields. Yes. Like, ignoring this, ignoring this last game because it's probably the best that the Atlanta offense has looked. They've looked atrocious, dude, the whole year. Yeah. Yet they're still six and seven, and in the race for the NFC South. That's just because the South is atrocious. This yeah, year. that is true. That is true. Your guy, Daryl Carr, isn't doing too well there. He is not. He's not. It's like, is Baker Mayfield the best QB in that division? Probably. By like a country mile. He's playing, he's playing like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they are currently leading the division at six and seven. But yet, I, I have a hard time seeing one of those teams going for fields. I guess the one that makes the most sense uh, is the NFC South team. But even then, like, at that point, I, I don't, I'm not sure, man. I think there's better QBs to go for. I don't I just think we're in a fairly good spot as far as quarterback play goes. And we're getting another good draft class of uh, draft class of quarterbacks. So I don't. I think there's a lot of journeymen, and I think some of them, like Browning, deserve a shot. But I don't think the opportunities are going to be there. Yeah, plenty of good QB play across the league, as you can see from the likes of and Zach honestly, Wilson. I think Kirk's coming back from uh for Minnesota. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do you think he goes back to Minnesota though? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. I have my doubts that he goes back to Minnesota. One thing that I've heard plenty since Sunday, since yesterday, 
but is the idea of Kirk Cousins to New England. That would be a good New England quarterback, honestly. And they draft Marvin Harrison Jr. at the 102. That would... Because the defense is still playing great. And if there's one thing that Bill for sure... This is assuming Bill stays. Uh, But if there's one thing that Bill for sure doesn't know how to pick... Is wide receiver, so why not just pick the guy who's the can't miss prospect, right? And this is assuming, and this is something that you brought out the other day, that Marvin Harrison Jr. declares. Yeah, I was gonna save that for the fantasy show, but okay, I, th- I think if Marvin doesn't declare, we're gonna have like daily segments on like ESPN you're going to have rant posts on Reddit about how the NIL money is ruining football I'm telling you have, have you seen what's the reported contract that he got for one season no I of know. OSU fo- football oh, OSU no Ohio State football OSU yeah it's reportedly between 20 to 25 million to come back one more season to Ohio State. So why would you go to the NFL? Yeah, that's more than you can usually get with a rookie contract. I guess he probably would make that across his career since he would probably be a top five pick. But that's, for example, that's more than the the career earnings of a guy like Jalen Waddle, and he was a top 10 pick. Like, why? Yeah, why would you? Why would you not come back? So we'll see. I get it. It's the NFL. You want to play in the most competitive league in the land, but at the same time, money talks. So, okay. So there was, there is one more game that we should talk about. The rest is. is sort of like okay. Um, a lot of the rest are sort of like okay. In the in the in this week, but go on, yeah. But I, I think we have to talk about Sunday night football and the Cowboys beating the Eagles, thirty-three to thirteen. They beat the brakes off the Eagles. So, well, one I was right that the Eagles were fraud. This guy, I, I think that's been established. Two, I was wrong that they thought that that I thought that after they took a beating the first time, they would rally up and just throw a beating on the next opponent. No, they got another beating. So now this is back to back weeks in which they've been blown out. And this game never really felt particularly close to me. Just felt like the. <laughs> The Eagles really couldn't do anything on offense. And out of the 13 points that they scored, if I'm not mistaken, one of them was the the Jalen Carter touchdown. Uh, If I'm not mistaken, because I didn't see the full game live. Yeah, I think he blocked something and got the return for the touchdown. So the Eagles' offense 
scored six points. Do you still think they are that good of a team? Uh, no, yeah, no. Absolutely. So I can tell you right now, they took a bit of a dive on my rankings. Oh, you were just waiting. I was just waiting, man. He's just waiting in the wings for I a slip think, up. I think they are the fraud that I always said that they were. This guy. I think they're just last year's Minnesota Vikings, but a bit better. This guy. You, well, you think they're a, t a top what team? Not, don't tell me your rankings. But do you think they're a top five team in the league? I think they're a top three team. Oh, come on, man. What? No, 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 no. The Eagles are not a top, a top three team in the league. Okay. I do not buy that. Okay. Maybe, maybe they are a top three team in the NFC. That's maybe. That's a big maybe. And it's mostly because the Detroit Lions also seem to be frauds. I I just can't see it, man. This offense has way too many holes, way too many issues. I'm not even sure if it's just Fields playing hurt because it doesn't even look that hurt to me. Um, it's just the offensive coordinator isn't that good. The offense really isn't gelling. They are having issues with drops. AJ Brown dropped a touchdown, for example, which seems unheard of. But yeah, like this team just doesn't seem like they are it right now. And this is a typical game that the Cowboys would usually lose. And they beat the brakes out of the Eagles. And that continues his pretty impressive run. He does. He does. 71 yards, two touchdowns, 24 out of 39 passing, 99.4 QB rating. Yeah, I, I can't even say anything bad about Dak. Dak looks like he's going to win the MVP if he keeps this up. He is currently, I checked the odds prior to the game, and I believe he was either second or third. Uh, on DraftKings and currently he is the odds on favorite to win the MVP yeah at plus 160 can't even be mad do you know who's the second one like the difference is Dak is one plus 160 the second guy is plus 200 and the third guy is plus 550 so pretty big gap here do you know who's the second guy? It's either Tyreek Hill or Brock Purdy. Yeah, Tyreek Hill is plus 1,300. Brock Purdy is plus 200. Yeah. Do you think there's any chance that Purdy wins it? Yes. Really? Yes. Oh. I, I do not see it, to be frank. I think if anyone wins the MVP on that team, it shouldn't be Purdy. Then who because should it we be? Did see... CMC? CMC, yeah. Okay, okay. 
if there was ever any argument since the AP season that a running back should win it, it's McCaffrey. I think this team would go down the drain without McCaffrey. And they have struggled without some of their of their pieces. Like we have seen this team struggle whenever they're missing key pieces. Like um the tackle. I can never remember the name. All I can remember is Armstead, but it's not Armstead. Williams. Williams, Trent Williams, Williams. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. They I we've seen them struggle without Trent. We've seen them struggle without Debo. If they would have lost CMC, I think this team would even would be even worse than without a guy like Debo, for example. So yeah, I don't think that Purdy should win it. I think Dak is probably in the front seat. I think I would agree. In my opinion, it's still Tyreek Hill's MVP season because I don't think any of the guys have really separated. And I think the only reason Dak is at the odds that he is, it's because of recency bias and because of the star on the, on the helmets. But I mean, what Tyreek Hill is doing is pretty impressive. And I would give him the, the MVP right now. Like I, I've checked his yardage line and his yardage line for this game is like 110 yards. The over under and the over is like minus one thirty five. So I mean, he's having a killer of a season. Hmm. Man, yeah, the Cowboys rolled, and the yeah. Cowboys are now tied. Oh no, the Cowboys have taken the lead in the NFC East, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. You think they'll so they are now the, uh, they have a pretty tough schedule. So next week they go at the Bills. Then they face then they go at Miami. So two pretty tough games. Then it is they get Detroit. And finally they go at Washington. So three of those four games are pretty hard. While the Eagles face, they go at Seattle. They get the Giants. They get the Cardinals. And they the last one is they go at New York again. So I think the Eagles probably end up winning the division. But they are the first team getting eliminated from the playoffs. Out of these high seats. It's the first surprise, I would say. Because I think they're massive, massive frauds. I've said I've been saying this for a while now. So if there's anyone that can call it deeps on this on this down downwards trend for the Eagles, it's me. I've always thought they're frauds. You've always thought they're frauds. And my rankings this week reflect that. This guy. Yeah, are there any other games that you want to talk about? No, absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> you are not in the vo- you don't have the voice for that right now, I guess. No, I As do well. not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we jump to power rankings. And I'm gonna go first. And this week I have plenty of changes. Oh no. So at ten, 
I have the Denver Broncos. At nine, I have the Cleveland Browns. At eight, I have the Detroit Lions. At seven, I have the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, you did that. Yes. Okay, at go six, on. At six, I have my Dark Horse, current Dark Horse Super Bowl winner. It's the Buffalo Bills. Okay. At five, I have the Dallas Cowboys. At four, I have the Kansas City Chiefs. At three, I have the Miami Dolphins. At two, I have the Baltimore Ravens. And at one, I have the San Francisco 49ers. Jesus. All right, ready for mine? Go for it. At 10, I have the Buffalo Bills. At 9, I have the Jacksonville Jaguars. At 8, I have the Detroit Lions. You just have frauds in here. Just have Jacksonville (laughs) and the Philadelphias of the world. At 7, I have the Cleveland Browns. At six, I have the Miami Dolphins. At five, current, I have Baltimore. The Ravens. current first seed AFC. Yep. And in the AFC, Miami Dolphins. At five, you have. I'm sorry. Ravens. Okay. Four, I have the Chiefs. Three, I have the Eagles. Two, I have the Cowboys. And one, I have the 49ers. The only team that we have the same is the first one. Yep. Oh, and the fourth one. We both have KC at four. Yep. But the rest is pretty different. Mm-hmm. I made a big shuffle on mine this week. And I think you're way too low on Buffalo. I don't. Buffalo right now is where my where the teams that I think can win a Super Bowl ends. So the top six, I think, can win a Super Bowl. And it's Buffalo that ends it. Philadelphia is out. Because you know what? You know what Philadelphia are? Say it with me, Angelo. Oh, my God. They are frauds. Frauds. Them and Jacksonville. I'm not sure how you even have Jacksonville. They don't have a functional QB right now. He's hurt. He'll be Yeah, he's hurt. So he shouldn't be here. He shouldn't be here. I mean, are they even winning their division at this point? Yeah, probably. Uh, I don't think so. They'll be. I don't think so. This guy. I guess we can go into the picks. So last week, Angelo went seven, five, and one. Another tie. You. We managed to pick the. Minnesota minus three and Las Vegas plus three. So that was a tie. And I went five, seven, and one. So that's something that Angelo beat, man. And overall records, I am 89, 114, and three. Angelo is 106, 97, and three. 
So win percentage stay roughly the same. I'm 43%. You are 52%. That's pretty close. That's pretty close to the the hefty goal I set for myself. Yeah, that's pretty far for me. (laughs) So Yeah, it's pretty nice for you. (laughs) Yeah. At least one of us is doing well in this. So just follow well, it's, 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 easy, it's easy for me to here here's here's what you if you want to be good at predict making predictions, have a friend who is always wrong, like Alex, and just go against him. And you've got this. Thank you, Angel. You're yeah. really sweet, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. I still have a chance to at least go five hundred this week. Because we are pending Miami and Green Bay. I have Miami minus 13, Green Bay minus six and a half. You have Tennessee plus 13, and you have Green Bay minus six and a half. The Green Bay game has moved a bit. It's now Green Bay minus six. And the Tennessee game has moved as well. It's now Miami minus 13 and a half. When we started the show, it was Miami minus 14. So a bit of a change there as well. And now we go into week 15. And we start with a banger on Thursday night football. It is the Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. It is Aiden O'Connell and Easton Stick fighting it out in the game that has the lowest over-under on the week at 34 and the Raiders are three-point favorites over the Chargers. And if I didn't have faith in the Chargers with Justin Herbert, you best believe I don't have faith in the Chargers with Eastern Stick. So give me the Raiders minus three. Oh, boy. Don't you let them do this to you again, Angelo. Give me the Chargers plus three. Oh, come on, Angelo. (laughs) Not again. (laughs) I think the only week that you got a Chargers game right was when I picked the Chargers. What are the Chargers against the spread? Hold on. Um, I got it. I can find that. What are... So ATS records. Twenty twenty three. The Chargers are five and eight, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. They are five and eight ATS. The Raiders are six, six and one. Yeah, anyway, give me the Chargers. It's okay. Okay. It's okay. Okay. All right. Oh, man. Oh, God. The Minnesota Viking at the Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals favored by four. Just give me the Bengals. I I guess we're a playoff team. I I guess that's just a thing. It's just a thing, huh? It's just a thing. It'll just be playoff teams. It's the battle of two playoff teams. Yeah. And you're back on the the wagon. And 
Uh, honestly, give me give me the Bengals as well. Cincinnati minus four. I'm not sure who even starts at QB right now for the Vikings. Exactly. So just just give me the guy who I'm sure was a pretty good quarterback. You know when? In high school, Angelo. Oh my God! Ninety plus touchdowns in his last season in high school, and this is the first of the Saturday games. They're back. <laughs> we will have three Saturday games now. What is this for Christmas? No, this no is it's really just like Christmas. it's just like that stretch that NFL usually has, in which they have games on Saturday. I believe it's because of the college playoffs ending, so we have NFL on Saturdays now. Makes sense. All right, you're doing the next one. Okay, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Indianapolis Colts. Pickett has been ruled out for this game, so it's now Mitchell Trubisky facing Gardner Minshew. The Colts are two and a half point favorites, and the over under is forty two on the dot. And just give me the Colts. I just I've seen way too much of Bill of Mitch Trubisky to think that the guy has a chance here. And the Colts defense has been playing surprisingly okay the past the past few weeks. Indianapolis are also pretty good at ETS. They are eight and five this this year. Uh while Pittsburgh has been okay. They are seven and six. Give me Pittsburgh. Okay. Round of Pittsburgh coming in for you. Uh, You're going to root for Mitch Trubisky. Yikes. Denver Broncos at Detroit Lions. Uh, Dem- or Detroit favored by four. Give me Denver. Give me Denver. It feels like it, isn't it? Like Denver, super hot team. Getting plus four. Yeah. But honestly. Uh huh. Give me Detroit on the bounce back spot. It's not. They played their last. Um, their last open game. So outside of a dome. So every game that they play now, it's inside of a dome. And golf inside of the dome is usually much better. So give me Detroit with a bounce back spot. Having been beat by the Chicago Bears. The awful Chicago Bears. The awful Chicago Bears. (laughs) Next up, it's the Kansas City Chiefs at the New England Patriots. Patrick Mahomes versus Bailey Zappi. I don't think there's any chance that a QB matchup can be less even. So, the over-under is 37.5, and the Chiefs are 10-point favorites. Just give me the Chiefs, man. I think this this is a complete route. Wouldn't shock me if this is like 30 nothing. Hmm. You know what? Oh no. 
Don't do it. Don't take <laughs> Bailey Zappi, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine looking at the Patriots and thinking, yeah, give me Bailey Zappi plus 10 versus Mahomes. A pissed off Mahomes. Give me the Patriots. Oh, my God, man. This might be the week in which I have some hope to catch up some games. If it isn't, then wh- what What do you do next week if you don't make any ground? I keep trying. Again, I as I said, my one um, goal this season is to end around 500. So that's the goal. That's the goal. All right. Atlanta Falcons at Carolina Panthers. Falcons favored by three. Give me the Panthers. Oh, buddy. Give me Atlanta minus three. There's just no way I I, take the Panthers. I I think this is the cursed week. This is the cursed week, I'm telling you. (laughs) For you or for me? This is the week all the crap teams win. I'm telling you. Oh, okay. You know... This is the cursed At- week. Atlanta ATS is four and nine on the season. You know exactly. who's the worst team ATS? Who? <laughs> the Carolina Panthers with two nine and two. Let's go. Indeed, you've managed to take the two worst teams ATS, with the Patriots being three and ten. Okay. You got next one, buddy. Okay, next one for me. The New York Jets at the Miami Dolphins. Uh Uh-huh. Is this the Zach Wilson is back moment I've been craving? Uh Or is this Miami rolls like it happened the last time that they played on Thanksgiving? Or the the Black Friday game, I guess. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, honestly, 12 points seems way too much. Give me the Jets plus 12. It's the Zach attack, baby. Zach attack is back. All right, give me Miami. Screw it. Oh, you wanted the Jets. I did. Oh, okay. I like it. Now, this line, I just cannot understand this line. Bears at Browns. Browns favored by three and a half. You know what? No, come on, dude. No. (laughs) There is no way that you take what I think you're taking. Give me the Bears. Oh, come on, dude. It's Cleveland easily minus three and a half. The Cleveland defense might score enough points to Coming. win this game. Yeah, to I cover the spread this. and win the game. I understand this. Oh, my God. Yeah, give me Cleveland minus three and a half. Next up, it's the New York Giants at the New Orleans Saints. The over-under is 36 and a half. I I have no clue 
how many games we have under 40 points because I think it is it's one, two, three, uh, one, two, three, there's four, there's five, there's six, seven games out of the eight. Wait, is it eight? No, there's more. There's 16. Yeah, there's 16 games. Seven of those games are currently under 40 points. Yeah. Just lovely. 36 and a half is the over-under here. And the Saints are six-point favorites in a line that I just cannot understand. Give me the Giants plus six. This is way too many points for a Saints team who produced... I don't know how many yards of, of offense did they produce. Did they even break like 100 yards passing? Because at a point, Carr had less passing yards than Bryce Young, who was having a pretty mediocre day. Yeah, Bryce Young wins with 137 yards passing. Deborah Carr ends with 119. So yeah, give me the New York Giants. You know what? Give me the Saints. You have two obsessions in life. You have the Chargers. You have the Saints. It's just the two teams that you can't get away from. Yeah. It's just... Well, I'll just let them keep If you need me. help, Angelo. If you need help, Angelo. I'm here. All right. This next one, there is an obvious bad answer. The Tampa Bay Bucks at Green Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers favored by three and a half. Give me the Bucks. Give me the Bucks. Okay, plus three and a half. Yeah. That game had me had me wondering as well. But in the end, I think the line goes up tonight after the Packers lay a pretty hefty beating on the Giants. Yeah. So give me the Packers minus three and a half. That's fair. I, I don't think there's a bad call on this one. This could go either way, I think. Yeah. This seems pretty flip. I just think that the Bucks are probably a team that is only good facing the the pretty terrible NFC South teams. Yeah, that's fair. Next up. Now, this is an interesting line because this is probably a Davis Mills line. There's no way that this is a C.J. Stroud line. But it's the Houston Texans at the Tennessee Titans. The over-under is 37.5. And, and the Titans are two-point favorites. Now, I don't think there's any chance that Stroud plays after the hit that he took. Yep. But if there was any chance, now this would be a killer line. Plus two. Honestly, when I don't understand the line, I guess it's just better to go with it in this scenario. Two points, man. Do I really think that Tennessee can beat Houston? Yes. Yeah, give me Tennessee minus two. And just I'm just hoping that Derrick Henry does what he does usually versus the Texans. Just It's December Henry, baby. I'm going to agree with you. Give me the uh, Titans. Ooh, the rare Angelo picks the same team as Alex. Yep. All right. Then it's... Oh, it's it's you. 
Next up is the San Francisco 49ers, favored by 13.5 points in Arizona. You know what? You know what? Give me Arizona. What? Give me Arizona. Okay. This is normally where I'd stick out my chest and say the Cardinals are about to get sacrificed, but you you know what? This is the cursed week. Give me Arizona. You don't you don't think that the Cardinals get sacrificed. Hmm. And you know what? What? I don't think they get sacrificed either. Give me Arizona plus thirteen and a half. Interesting. Hmm. Purely because this is a divisional matchup. I think this is closer. Cardinals out of a bye. 49ers out of a pretty... I guess it wasn't really that tough. But it was emotional. Uh, Seahawks game. So, back-to-back divisional matchups. I think the Niners like a bit here. Probably just win by a touchdown. So, yeah. I like the 13.5 here as well. Next up, it's the Washington Commanders at the Los Angeles Rams. Over-under is 45.5. And And give me the Commanders, plus 6.5. Out of a buy as well. Just Howell goes out there and swings it. You know what? Give me the Rams. Okay, Rams to continue exploring the very weak Commander's secondary. All right. Next up, Dallas Cowboys at Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills are favored by a point and a half. And you know that prior to the game start, because I did check the lines prior to the to Sunday Night Football, the Bills were two and a half point favorites. The Cowboys. Give me. This is the game in which you finally start to pay some respect to the Buffalo Bills. Give me the Buffalo oh. Bills minus one and a half. Yeah, I... I think Buffalo runs the table right now. Runs the table. Yeah. They win out. Runs the table, huh? Yes. Because it's the Cowboys this week, it's the Chargers the week after, then they get the Patriots, and they finish out at Miami. And I think they win every single one of those games. Okay. They are, by by most advanced metrics, the Bills are the best team in the NFL. Okay. So let's see how my bull take looks in a few weeks. Then it's Sunday Night Football. It's the Baltimore Ravens at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, no. Over under is 43.5. And And the Baltimore Ravens are 3.5 point favorites. So that seems like a pretty straightforward pick to me. Give me the Ravens minus 3.5 versus the Wobbles, Trevor Lawrence. And the the frauds that are the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
you know what? Give me agree some. with me, Angelo. Huh? Agree with me, Angelo. Give me the Jacksonville Jaguars. No. <laughs> Ah, uh, you went with the frauds again. Oh no, you went with the frauds the first time. Do you go with the frauds again on Monday Night Football? Oh, is it me? Oh yeah, is this that was the cue. Oh my bad, my bad. I, see, I, I done messed that up. Philadelphia Eagles, three and a half point favorites. At Seattle Seahawks. Give me the Eagles. Angelo what? is taking the two frauds what? in the league. What? What? Give me the Seattle Seahawks plus three and a half in the peak that I have the least confidence in. Let's go. This guy. Especially when it might be true luck starting again. And that true luck experience is not good whatsoever. Alex, according to his own reactions, is going to start making up some ground on these picks. I, I'm actually pretty confident this week. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's probably going to go tits up, but I mean, we're here for it. We're here. You pick the three worst teams, ATS, like, Yes, I did. You pick you pick the only three teams who have less than four wins ATS. Yes, I did. So if I don't get some ground up this week, I'm not sure what to do. Yes. <laughs> Just yes. What do you got? To be frank, I did pick I did pick the other three. So out of the top six, you pick three, I pick three. Pretty even out of the bottom six, I guess. This is going to be an interesting oh. week of football. Yeah, no more buys. So now we get 16 weeks of 16 games of football. Every week until the end. Every week until the end. You got a lot of ground this to make is... up to. Yes, I do. And I believe there are only two teams eliminated from the playoff contention. Or is it four? Um, teams. Because I know for sure that the New England Patriots and the Carolina Panthers were eliminated. I'm not sure if the Cardinals were, but I'm pretty sure they were. Uh, uh, um... Yeah, the Cardinals haven't been eliminated yet. So I believe it's just the Panthers and the Patriots. Yeah, just those two. So far. So far. So far. Yeah, the Cardinals, the Titans are the two team coming up, are the two teams coming up that can be eliminated. Okay. Doing pretty good. Anything else you want to have up? No. I feel like my energy's been way down, but that's also because I'm still kind of sick. I'm kind of angry. You're sick. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. 
That's maybe you're better for the Thursday night uh, for the Thursday episode. We'll yes, see. I have I have something to say in that episode for yeah, sure. Will it be good? Will it be bad? I'm not sure. For now, maybe it's partially good. Maybe it's partially bad. We will see how Monday night goes. But yeah. As Angelo usually says, there's a nice little donate button that right there for, for you guys to click. If you're listening on the podcast app, if you're listening on Spotify, just leave us a five-star review. Just turn on the auto-download. That really helps the show as well. Um, leave us a like as well. If you're listening on the YouTube, please leave a subscribe, turn notifications on, leave a like, leave a comment as well. And as always, guys, see you Thursday. And Angelo is going to get better until then, I hope. Yeah, me too. Have a nice one. Have a nice nice one, guys. guys.